Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Market Close Report for Monday, the 20th of February. Well, it ended up being a very cautious start to the new trading week. In fact, the ASX 200 rose by less than five points. That's less than a lift of a tenth of a percent, finishing up at 7,351, and the All Orders Index was completely flat. Now, one reason is that US and Canadian markets are both shut tonight for public holidays, and US, of course, the world's largest market by distance. So when that happens and they're closed, markets around the world can be a little quieter uh, because we don't get to see basically how they're trading. Uh, now, in addition to this, We've also got a very busy week ahead. And in fact, we've got some of the largest companies on our market and globally releasing profit results in the next 48 hours. Tomorrow will be BHP. But we've got others like Rio Tinto, Woolies, Coles, just to name a few. So really one of the busiest times of the year when it comes to half year profit results. So that's another thing uh, to be aware of. As far as sectors are concerned though, we had eight of 11 sectors down, six in every 10 companies on our market also went backwards. The worst performers, certainly energy, down in the order of 1% as a group. This is an area that's been held back by a lower oil price, which fell by close to 3% over the prior day. There are concerns that higher interest rates in the United States and better economic data could mean a slowdown in the American economy, further rate hikes, and that in turn can reduce demand for fuel. Property stocks was the interest rate sensitive, tech as well, uh, and consumer discretionary were other underperformers. They're all interest rate sensitive. The winners, financials, industrials, and consumer staples. Now, if we turn our attention to the individual movers on our market today, uh, what really made a difference was the fact that the banks rose quite strongly today. They bounced back from very very aggressive declines last week where we had on average declines of around four to five percent for many of the banks. CBA released its profit results last week, it fell heavily. Today we had a gain of about one and a quarter of a percent. And the fact that it's the second largest company on our market made a difference. Secondly, the best performer on the market was Ingham's, the poultry group, which rose by close to uh, 12% today. Now it already released this um, a halving in its profit results on Friday, but today there were a number of brokers that raised their price targets for where they think uh, Ingham shares might be in 12 months time. So there's an expectation in by some brokers at the moment that they might be in the process of continuing to recover uh, from the interruptions to COVID, supply chain issues and higher cost. Having said this, Ingham's also recently said that it's raising chicken prices slightly uh, to try and offset some of the higher costs when it comes to feed, freight, uh, fuel, um, and uh, and also packaging and labor as well. Another outperformer was Ampol, uh, which rose 1.7%. It actually said that strong demand for fuel and appetite for travel has led the company to a record profit result. And Kelsian, a stock we don't talk about very often, but it's a transport company, rose 3.5% today. It actually struck a deal and um, a contract in Sydney where it's gonna be operating about 230 buses in southwestern Sydney for eight years. And it's gonna get about $500 million in revenue for that. As far as the losers go today, NIB was the worst. It fell 11.5% today. Uh, the private health insurer dropped back following its profit results. Now, the earnings actually showed improvements in dividends, revenue, and profit, but it seemed quite uncertain about the second half of the year, saying there's too much uncertainty uh, to provide actual specific guidance. Second, The second worst was Blue Scope Steel, which was down about 10. It also released its results today, a 60% drop in profits. And the bad news for Blue Scope and the reason why it fell also was the fact that it thinks the second half of the year might be worse than the first because of higher cost and also lower steel prices. The A2 milk company or A2M was down 8.5%. Another 
company with its earnings out today. Now, it actually handed a lift in profits of 22%, uh, but it said it's experiencing a, uh, the continuation in the falling birth rate in China, which is obviously not great when it comes to infant formula sales for one of its biggest markets. Now, A2 Milk, something to keep in mind is that on Friday, it did hit a 16-month high and arose 6.5%. So it's coming off the back of those strong gains. And finally, West Farmers was down 1.5% today. Now, we're in that period now where companies release their profit results. They start paying out dividends. And that key date is the ex-dividend date that determines whether or not they'll be getting you'll be getting those dividends. West Farmers ex-div today, Ansel's ex-dividend today, they both fell. So it's quite normal for companies that are larger that pay out healthy dividends to fall on their ex-div dates, and that can be a weight on markets. So you'll be he hearing more of this in the coming weeks. CBA is the big one this week that will trade ex-dividend on Wednesday as well. Now, if it comes to currencies, we had the Aussie gaining against all the majors, including the US, 69 US cents, the Kiwi, the Yen, the sterling and also the euro. If I cast, cast our eyes forward to tonight, as I said, US and Canadian markets are both sharp. What this means is we'll be looking to the European markets for a lead tomorrow morning. It wouldn't be surprising to keep seeing markets a little jittery because of all these majors releasing profit results and that wages data on Wednesday, which will be released. It's a quarterly indicator and there's a lot at stake there when it comes to the conversation around rate hikes in the coming months. On that note, everyone, enjoy the evening and we'll do this again tomorrow.